Jimmy Butler, he's a very interesting player to me. This goes to show the off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. It, it makes it almost impossible for their, uh, for their bats to get going or have any confidence in the locker room when you're getting absolutely hosed on the uh, defensive end. He's like, oh shoot, I don't know where to go with the ball because I haven't been able to think. It's their defense, man. Megan Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt. You saw Luka. I'm very intrigued to see how Luka bounces back after his first playoff series. For next season, there are massive free agents like Giannis. And if Giannis goes to a team like the Heat, like I said before, um, I expect them to win a championship. Four teams who could win the AFC in my mind, legitimately. Steelers, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens. Stay undefeated when they face the Mighty Mighty Cowboys with Garrett Gilbert and Tony Pollard. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. So happy when the Astros lost because it would definitely be a 2020 thing to have the Astros win a World Series and then you have to hear them. Now LeBron's a four-time champion and Anthony Davis gets his first. That's just, it's unacceptable. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Palat, uh, Nikita Kucherov, that was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, I think you have two established number one wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, and I think you have an emerging star in C.D. Lamb. Hey everyone, I'm Jared Sandler, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NBA playoff predictions episode, and that is our opinions of the week. Um, We know games are getting started, but we're only one game in while we're recording and we're just going to talk go with the west western conference first predict all of that then go into the east and predict all of that we will be doing games and what teams win and usual stuff by now we're predicting the whole playoffs but let's start with round one where we have the phoenix suns the number one seed versus the eight seed new orleans pelicans who got here with the plan as they beat the spurs and they beat the clippers to get to the A spot. Um, Austin, I'll let you talk about this series first. Yeah, this is a, a juggernaut versus a team that most people did not think would be here. Obviously, Zion was out for the entire season, and that definitely hindered their ability to be able to make the playoffs, but they ended up making it. And I show all props to Willie Green and crew, as I was extremely impressed by what they were able to do this year. I definitely feel like most people underrated them as a team throughout the entire season. The pickup of CJ, many thought was not going to do much, but it obviously did. And Willie Green put up a good roster every night, and they got it done when it needed to happen in the play-in. And now they're here against the Suns team that everyone thinks is going to the finals. Yeah, this Suns, while it's a great story for the Pelicans, as you talked about, it it really stinks because this Sun team, this Suns team looks incredible they have mostly all their starters back from when they made it to the finals last year and i believe they picked up javel mcgee this offseason yeah they did they also have bismack biombo and they picked up some other guys too but not any name brand players it's mostly the same team so it's really tough so we'll just go right into my prediction i think the pelicans steal one game um but the suns win in five i have Suns in four 
I don't think there's much of a chance for them to win a series or e- even win a game as the really? Suns are yeah, cooking. Yeah, I could see that happening. I just think McCollum and Ingram go off one night and they get it, but it's definitely not going to be um, a nail-biting series. But that leads on to the next one, which um, the next uh, series, which is the Dallas Mavericks versus the Utah Jazz. Dallas Mavericks are currently without Luka Doncic as he is out for game two and he was out for game one. And the Jazz have Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, relatively healthy roster. Um, and the Mavs are also without Tim Hardaway Jr., which is, I know Luka is a big thing, as he should be, a big piece missing, but I feel if Tim Hardaway was playing, I think that would really help with the Mavs scoring, which, when you watch the first game, that's where I think a lot of their struggles were on the offensive side, and we relied heavily on Brunson and Dinwiddie. I think maybe if Hardaway was playing, that would affect the series a little bit more, but I think the Jazz win this series in six. Yeah, Joe Ingles is also out for the Jazz. I know he's traded to Portland, but that doesn't really matter. If he was not hurt, he would never have been traded. But uh, I do think that has a big impact on this series as well. The fact that they traded him away because of his injury, he'll probably be back next year anyway. But uh, I just don't think the Mavs have enough, especially without Luka. I think Luka, if he does come back, probably overexerts himself and hurts himself again. I don't know if that's worth it for this season when it's kind of a a year where they need to pick up a, a center after the season happens. I have Jazz in five. I just feel like they are too much for them. And I made all of these predictions before any of the games started. So if some of my predictions seem a little bit out there based on what happened in game one, I'm not going to change them. Uh, but there's obviously no proof for me making this beforehand. But uh, some of them are going to seem a little bit weird for people out there, but we'll see. How they work themselves out. Yeah, and in response to your Mavs uh, thing, I, either way, um, even if Lugo was playing healthy, I think that would be a greater chance that the Mavs could win the series, but I was still going to go with the Jazz winning in six. I think even without Luka, I think the possibility is Luka maybe comes in on Thursday, but I'm, even though, like, thinking of the calf injury, um, if calf... I believe that's what Durant had. Like, he rushed back from a calf injury, and that's when he tore his Achilles, correct? Well, he also had sprained his Achilles. Just because you have a calf injury doesn't mean you're Achilles, but you could still tear your calf. It's happened before. Well, yeah, or I I would almost be fine taking the cautious approach and um, seeing, like, rather have a healthy Luka at the end of the series because I think this, even with the Mavs team now, I think they can steal two games, but I don't think they can win the series. Um, to me, I think shooting will be just the Mavs will be on fire one game and that'll happen two games. But out of the six games, the Jazz will take over and especially in clutch time um, as the Mavs struggle without with that, especially without Luka. But so we both agree Jazz are winning. You have them in five. I have in six. Um, but now we can move on to the next um, team, the next uh, playoff series and that's the golden state warriors versus the denver nuggets steph curry is back but uh it was they have everyone back clay thompson draymond green jordan Poole is also a very nice player and then the nuggets are without michael porter jr and jamal murray but they still um reigning mvp and possible back-to-back mvp winner um nikola Jokic. yeah and uh the warriors are also without james wiseman who never played a game this season 
So there are some injuries on the Warriors' sides as well. But I have Nuggets in six. I know the first game obviously did not prove to be a good effort for the Nuggets. Uh, Jokic was out there basically by himself. But I definitely think that the Nuggets will pull through as that lack of a true defensive center. It's going to be really hard to guard Jokic, even with Draymond, who's a great defender. It's really hard to guard Jokic. And so I feel like as as long as they can keep Jordan Poole and Klay Thompson from getting hot and just let Curry do his thing, Curry can't win the game for you. So, And Jokic is a much better passer than Curry is, so I feel like he impacts the game more, and that's why he'll probably win his second MVP in a row. But, yeah, I have Nuggets in six. Well, we have our first disagreement. I have Warriors in six. Um, I feel you. I think um, Jokic is going to be incredible this series. Um, I'm just worried about his supporting cast. And while you mentioned Curry, can't do it alone. I think he will get some contributions from either Poole or Thompson. So I think that's what puts him over the top. Um, and that's why I have the Warriors winning. Um, just because it's all Jokic, and I'm not sure if his supporting cast can help. Um, his supporting cast can help him um, more than the Warriors' supporting cast helping Curry. Did I? I know I struggled saying that. That does that make sense or no? Say it in like what a sentence okay. or two. So I think the Warriors with Jordan, the combination of Jordan Poole, Draymond, um, and Clay Thompson. Um, and Curry is what's going to put them over the top against the Nuggets with just Jokic, even though they do have some nice players. Like um, Monte Morris is still. Yeah, and Bones much. Highland, Jeff Green. They, ha- they have a good portion of veterans as well. I just think that they're – it's going to be re- – you can, like, stop Curry. Curry has off nights in this season, has been a not a great one shooting-wise for him. His first season in a very long time, shooting under – 40% for a whole year. So, uh, 40% from three. So, I don't know if he's that monster we've seen in years prior, but Jokic obviously is this year. So, I feel like the Nuggets have the advantage. Well, yeah. So, my thing with Curry is like, even if he has an off night, they will still have scoring um, with Poole Thompson. Poole or Thompson or a combination of someone else. Uh, with Jokic, if he has an off night, I'm not sure how their chances will be it's hard for yoga to have an off night considering that rebounding and assists are something you really can't have an off night of if you're a great passer you're not going to have a bad passing game like you may have more turnovers but you know where to pass the ball when you need to and rebounding wise it's going to be really hard to box out uh Jokic. yeah that's a good point it'll be interesting to see um uh it's sad that murray or michael Porter jr couldn't make it back um but it'll be interesting to see how the series plays out now we go to Memphis Grizzlies versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves won the play-in um, against the Clippers to get the seventh seed. Now they're facing the Grizzlies. And I think this will be a very tight matchup because I think you have a young team in the Grizzlies um, with John Morant, um, Desmond Bain, and then you have a young, inexperienced team in the playoffs with um, the Timberwolves. So I think it's going to be a tight series. So I have it going all the way to the seven games. Um, and I have the Grizzlies winning. I also have the Grizzlies winning in seven. So I feel like this will be a long series, but 
I believe the Grizzlies will pull through. They're they play worse with Jaw in the lineup, which is weird. But I feel like even with Jaw, they're a very hard team to beat. With Bane, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, Stephen Adams, Brandon Clark, they have a really good team, and I'm I'm pretty confident they can win this series, even though I do see it going really close. Yeah, I agree. I really like their supporting cast: Desmond Bain, Brandon Clark, Jaron Jackson. Um, um, and then they you have great stars on the other side, and Anthony Edwards, Carlton Towns, and D'Angelo Russell. Um, so I just think the well-rounded roster on the Grizzlies what puts them over the top, and they've been in the playoffs. Uh, they were in it last year, and they had a play in the play-in last year, and they snagged one game from the Jazz. Um, what, what do you want to add? Yeah, so the Timberwolves have a great defensive lineup. D'Lo's a very underrated defender. Jared Vanderbilt's a very underrated defender, and obviously they have Patrick Beverly. The difference is the amount of scores on the Grizzlies I think will be too much in the long run, but I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, Timberwolves with a gritty defensive lineup could pull through if Cat can carry them scoring-wise or Anthony Edwards like last time. But I still have the Grizzlies winning in seven. Yeah, so we only really have two disagreements. One is Jazz in five, I have Jazz in six, and then the main disagreement is I have Warriors winning and you have the Nuggets winning. Yeah. Okay, so only two disagreements so far. Very different from what we were last year in the NBA playoffs. But now we're going to the second round for the um, Western part of the playoffs. So we both have the Suns versus the Jazz. Um, I think this would be a very fun series, but I have the Suns pulling it out because there is just a great roster. And I think they have the ability to go small. And I think that's where the weakness is with the Jazz because they just have Rudy Gobert and Hassan Whiteside. Um, so I think that is what's going to propel the Suns team to win. And they also have a center in JaVale McGee and Aiton. So they have the ability to go small and stay big. And I don't see the Jazz having the ability to play well while they're in a small lineup. How many games did you say? I, uh, I didn't say games. I said six. Got it. Uh, I also have the Suns beating the Jazz. I have it in five. I believe the lineup uh, for the Suns is too much to handle for a Jazz team that struggled at the end of the season. And even though they may get a little bit hot against a hurt Mavs team, I don't think it'll be enough for uh, them to steal more than a game. Yeah, I could see him stealing two, um, but I could also see five as well. I don't see this series going seven. Um, now to my other matchup uh, where we disagree is I have Grizzlies versus the Warriors, and I have the Warriors winning this in seven, mostly because of Curry, Draymond Green, and Thompson, that big three. They've been here a ton of times, and I think that's going to pull them off. And then you also have Jordan Poole, who's very nice young player and i think that's what's going to put that experience is going to put him over the top in addition with the scoring ability of pool over a grizzlies lineup that is very good but i'm just not sure if they will do on the playoffs but i think it will be very tight and that's why i have it going to seven games that's interesting i have the nuggets beating the grizzlies because obviously we didn't have this same matchup we both have the same from the same series nuggets warriors we have that team going to the western conference finals I have Nuggets beating Grizzlies in six. Uh, it's going to be really hard to guard Jokic. And I, even though Jaron Jackson is a great defender, Jokic's his impact isn't just scoring. It's also on defense. He's a very underrated defender. 
he can also be a very impactful player passing and rebounding wise. So I think the Nuggets make it to the Western Conference Finals versus Suns. So you have it in seven as well, right? No, six. Okay. Okay, six. Okay. So the main disagreement is whoever wins the Warriors and Nuggets. But we have them going to the conference finals. So I have Warriors versus Suns, and you have uh, Nuggets versus Suns. I have the Warriors winning this in seven once again. Wow. I have Suns beating the Nuggets in five. I feel like the Nuggets play them out here, and the Suns, who are obviously the best team in the league, in my opinion, right now, take this series easily. Yeah, in that scenario, I could definitely see Suns winning. In my scenario, I think um, Curry is going to be hot. Um, and then uh, the experience is what's going to put him over the hump to get to the finals. And I I definitely think the Suns can go there. I'm just not predicting it. I think they will definitely be in the Western Conference finals. I'm just not sure if they can make it back to the finals for a second year in a row. That's what kind of puts in – Why? what are you talking about when you say – experience because most of the Suns players have been to the finals like they were last year, but Jordan Poole has never played in the playoffs before. So the difference there between experience is honestly, I think favors the Suns because even though the three headed monster that's been there for a while, Draymond clay and Curry have been to a lot of series and even Kevin Looney has, but he's not a big impact player. Andrew Wiggins hasn't played much in the playoffs. Uh, Bayalitsa hasn't played much in the playoffs. There's a, obviously they got Iguodala back, but there I feel like there's more experience on the side of the Suns. The Suns have Jay Crowder, who's been to two finals, the last two finals. He went with the Heat, and then he went with the Suns. And then they also have Chris Paul, who's been to multiple, uh, I think, two Western Conference finals, been to a, a finals. Devin Booker has played well throughout his entire career in the playoffs. The, the core of the team is still here. That was uh, a final... Uh, yeah team in the finals last year so i would i wouldn't say that the uh the advantages the warriors have in uh experience playoff experience is really one at all well uh you do make a good point i just kind of see it as the three-headed monster of thompson curry and green they're finally back together after thompson's been out a while with injuries curry is healthy um and i just think that is what's going to push them in addition to steve kerr and they've won titles. The Suns did make it to the finals, but they blew a 2-0 lead to um, the Bucks and lost. So I think maybe experience isn't the right word because of what you mentioned. Um, but I just think that three-headed monster is going to really come alive in the playoffs. And what they did in the past is going to help them this time and make it to the finals once again. Interesting. But we can move to the East. Yeah, so now we'll go to the East. We got the Heat versus Hawks. Um, the Hawks won both their playing games. The first one against the Hornets, and then the second one was against Cavs. the Cavs. Um, thanks. So now they're the eight seed, and now they're facing the Miami Heat. And I have the Miami Heat winning in five. I also have the Heat winning in five. The Heat have been to the finals back in 2020. They obviously lost last year to the Bucks. I believe. I can't remember. I think they lost the Bucks. In first round. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah. Because second round was Nets and then Hawks for the Bucks. I can't remember. I, I, I know that, that was right, what you just said, but. I'm pretty sure the Heat. Because who, 
who was on the someone on the Heat was on the Rockets when PJ Tucker was on the Buffs, correct? What? Someone that was remember on the Heat was on the PJ Rockets? Tucker, I'm confused. Remember PJ Tucker being What about what about PJ Tucker? What does this have to do with anything? PJ Tucker each round of the playoffs last year beat a former teammate that he played with on the Rockets. Do you not I don't remember that stat. I'm trying to remember. Well, I know it wasn't the 76ers they faced in the first round because the 76ers were on the opposite side with the Hawks who beat the Knicks and the 76ers. Yeah, the 76ers beat the Wizards in 5. The Hawks beat the Knicks in 4. Yeah, it was Bucks first heat. It was. It had to have been. It had yeah, to have they been. Swept the heat. They swept the Heat. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, the, the Heat obviously have a lot of experience. Udonis Haslam, even though he does not play all that much, has played some games this year, and he's been to multiple finals. And by multiple, I mean five. Uh, no, six. Yeah, six, because he went to the one in 2006, and then the four with LeBron, and then the one in 2020, which would be six. So he obviously has a lot of experience. Jimmy Butler's been on multiple playoff runs. I think this Heat team's just built, and obviously they have Kyle Lowry's already won a championship, uh, trying to help the Heat do their first since 2013. But I, I agree with you, Hawks lose in five. Yeah, and the Hawks are probably going to be out without Capella for most of the series, so I think that's a huge loss for them. And I don't think it it hurts them, but uh, maybe it goes an extra game if they have Capella. But yeah, we both agree. So now we can go to Celtics versus Nets. I have Celtics in seven. I feel while the Nets have Kyrie and Harden, no, Durant. While they have Kyrie and Durant, I feel it's going to be put a lot of strain on Durant and Kyrie, who really haven't played together much this season. Um, And the Celtics have just a better bench, in my personal opinion, unless Ben Simmons comes back, but he wouldn't be on the bench. So I think the Celtics are just going to be – I think when it comes to Game 7, um, the Nets are just going to be too tired and the Celtics are going to win because they are not relying on just two players to carry most of the load. I don't so feel like it's that. totally on two players because there's a lot of guys there like Seth Curry, Nicholas Claxton, Bruce Brown. There's a lot of good players there. And if Marcus Aldridge, I don't know when he comes back. Uh, but – uh. I honestly feel like the Nets win this series in seven. Main reason being because I don't know if the uh, Celtics have enough defensively speaking. Their best defensive player, like right before this happened, literally right before this happened, the uh, it was announced that the defensive player of the year was Marcus Smart. I don't know if you saw that, but Marcus Smart yeah. won defensive player of the year. I totally disagree with that because I don't even believe he was the best defensive player on his team. Robert Williams is. Robert Williams really did truly – as he started in all 61 games that he played, was the difference on the team. More defensive win shares, better defensive rating, better defensive plac- uh, defensive box plus minus. And then you have the fact that he averaged 2.2 rebounds and not 2.2 rebounds, 2.2 blocks and then 0.9 steals. While obviously uh, Marcus Smart averaged more steals. He wasn't really even close on blocks. And him being out for the whole series, it's going to be very hard for them to keep their defensive composure as we almost saw them lose their first game last night at home. Or two nights ago. Last night. Yeah, and um, uh, I did see that. It was a little surprising because I didn't know Marcus Smart was in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. I know Gobert talked about it, and I knew Mikel Bridges. Um, 
but that was like the only thing that surprised me about it. Um, I'm not sure defensively who's the better one, so I'll defer to you there. Um, it, it was interesting. Um, I just think I just think there's going to be a lot on Kyrie and KD, and I just don't know if they're going to be able to pull it through. But it's interesting that we both have it going to seven, but we just disagree on who wins it. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, so I wonder if we agree on the next one. It's Bucks versus Bulls. I have Bucks and six. Bucks versus Bulls. I have the Bucks and five. I think uh, the Bulls with the injuries of like Alonzo Ball and Patrick Williams. I don't feel like they have enough of a a fight to guard Giannis and do what is necessary for them to have a good chance in this series. Yeah, I agree. And they really started. They started off hot. But then they had a downturn close to the end of year with the injury to Alonzo Ball and um, oh man, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Uh, it's the Laker goat, Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso. Um, so I think him getting injured. I just don't know if they've meshed really well in going against the Bucks, who have meshed um, and won a title last year. I think they will win, but I do think the Bulls will win two games. I list so I have the Bucks winning in six. Um, I think we can move on now to the Sixers versus Raptors. I have Sixers and six. I also have Sixers and six. Uh, the Raptors, I don't feel like, are all there. They had a lot of injuries throughout the year with OG, Gary Trent, Fred Van Vliet were out a number of games in there, which really hurt my fantasy team because I had all three of them on fantasy team. But I just don't know if that and obviously Pascal's really good, but I just like the way this, uh, the 76ers team is playing. But if they lose this series, they have a, a lot of questioning to do in the front office of what is the issue. Yeah, I do agree. Um, so it'll be interesting what happens. Um, but So we agree on there. Um, you have Sixers and five, though, correct? No, I have Sixers, oh, and, sixers six. and six. Okay. So the only, we only have two disagreements this time, once again, in the Eastern Conference. And we have two in the Western Conference. Now we can move on to the second round. Uh, we have the Heat versus Sixers. I'm going back and forth on this right now. Um, I've changed it twice. I went back to my original. I have Sixers in six once again. I have Heat in five. I think Bam is going to do a number on Joel and crew. I don't think James Harden is good enough in the playoffs right now for the, uh, for the team to do enough. I feel like Duncan Robinson is going to step up again. Tyler Hero, the best six-man in the league, who wins should who should win six-man of the year. Uh, I just believe the Heat are too good for a 76ers team that I don't know if they have enough firepower to beat a Heat team with Kyle Lowry, J- J- uh, Jimmy Butler, Bam, uh, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, P.J. Tucker. I just think the team is better than the Heat. Yeah, like I said, I was going back and forth Sixers, then I changed the Heat, and I was like, well, I'll go. I My initial reaction was Sixers, even though the Heat do have a very nice team. Um, maybe we see the Sixers go far with Joel Embiid and Harden um, just scoring and doing really well. But I think it will be six. Um, I'm not sure if it will go to seven, but I just have Sixers winning at six. Now we'll go to Celtics versus Bucks, and you have a rematch of Bucks versus Nets. Mm-hmm. 
Nets. I'll let you, who do you have winning that? I have Bucks at six. Uh, I just don't feel like the Nets are good enough defensively to guard Giannis. So. Yeah, I have Bucks winning in seven. I think this would be a very tight uh, series, and I think the Bucks will just be able to pull it out um, because of Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton. I'm not sure. Maybe Williams comes back for that, uh, or maybe he doesn't. I just if he doesn't, the, the, it would almost be a sweep because I don't know who guards Giannis. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I, I just see this series going seven and the Bucks winning it. So now I have a conference finals of Sixers versus Bucks. Um, and then you have a rematch of the a rematch once again of Heat versus Bucks. Yep, I have Bucks and six. Uh, again, it's really hard to guard Giannis, and I. Don't know if it's going to be possible this time around. And if Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez can all step up like they did last year, I don't see any reason why they should lose. Yeah, so I have Bucks in six as well. I think um, Bucks will just pull it out, and I think this is where Harden and Embiid will get tired and just lose steam in the playoffs. So you have the Bucks going. You have a rematch of last year: Suns versus Bucks, correct? Mm-hmm. I have Warriors versus Bucks. Um, I'll just say I have the Warriors winning in seven, and my finals MVP is Steph Curry. I have Suns being the Bucks in six, and I have Chris Paul being the MVP. The way he orchestrates the offense is elite. Yeah, I think Steph Curry is going to go off in the finals, and that's why I think he'll get the achievement that's been elusive so far. And that's been the finals MVP. He's won so many finals, but one criticism against him has been he has yet to win a finals MVP. And I think he shuts down that talk by winning a finals MVP and being the main reason that this Warriors team pass past the Bucks. Because I'm not sure you can't really guard Giannis, but I don't know. Would the Warriors just try to put Iguodala on Giannis? I think it'd have to be Draymond. Draymond. But still not very good matchups for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So I think it will have to be Curry really just being on fire from three. Um, but I have them winning, and then you have the Suns getting their revenge against the Bucks in six. So And then Chris Paul, that would be, what a, that would be quite an achievement after almost being – he was sent to OKC um, almost kind of like – final years we're going to be spending Oklahoma City but then he goes to the Suns and past two years the past two years in your scenario would be he's been to the finals mm-hmm. so that's quite a turnaround it'll be interesting to see how this uh, turns out um, we'll definitely see at the end and we'll stay by with each round and thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions